Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the people show. Check the post rescue nation brought to you by the Raska Spine a Hospital. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am fully well aware that Mickey Joseph is coming home to coach here at the University of Nebraska. I literally had done this show that we're going to do right here, right now, about Logan Smothers taking all these notes, also Heinrich Harburg, Richard Torres, anybody else in the Nebraska quarterback room, and the news broke that it's official. We've kind of known, but it's official. Mickey Joseph is coming back here to coach the University of Nebraska. I'm going to literally record this show, turn right around, and record my gut reaction to Mr. Joseph coming back home to coach at his alma mater. So look out for that show as well, hopefully here in the next very, very few minutes. But I asked the fans... Okay. I talked about Adrian Martinez in the transfer portal. I asked the fans, do you want me to talk about Logan Smothers? The overwhelming response was yes. So, before I talk about Logan real quick, let's talk about one of the things I'd like to see from whoever our starting quarterback is next year. I said it before, I'll say it again. We have proven we can play with everybody, and we've proven we can lose to anybody, unfortunately. When we're in the game, first of all, we got to have a quarterback who can have us in the game versus these top teams and these highly ranked teams, just like Adrian was able to last year. But the thing I'd like to see from whoever our next starting quarterback is, is a little bit of that clutch gene. That's not a shot at Adrian. Okay, he played very, very well. He's certain things he's got to do better. From our next quarterback, looking ahead, okay, it's all about the next guy. We, I want to see a little bit of that clutch gene, that last five minutes, someone who can step up and make those key play and key moments when the lights are the brightest. All right. Now, in fairness... Our next quarterback, what'll help him is if he's got a, more help from guys around him. An offensive line that blocks a whole lot better. A running back that emerges. Our past, I talked about this before. Over the past two seasons, our two leading rush, rushers combined don't equal 1,000 yards. And I know COVID was a shortened year, but we still played eight games a season ago. And we didn't even come close to 1,000 yards. We need a running back or running backs to emerge. We need an O-line to block better. We need running backs to emerge, and we need more consistency from our receivers. The quarterbacks need help. More consistency from the players around them. And this last thing, you know, we don't have a whole lot of quarterbacks with experience. We literally have one quarterback who's seen any sort of real time in a game in that quarterback's room right now, now that Adrian's gone. That's Logan Smothers with one start versus Iowa, as you know. That's on Scott Frost. That is on Scott Frost. For, and I, I admire the fact that Adrian, well, I mean, God, what did he play through? Shoulder injuries, knee injuries, ankle injuries, a broken jaw. I admire that. But even when he struggled, Frost wouldn't take him out. And again, I think that's due to Osborne sticking with Frost way back in the day. Chat about that stuff in previous shows. But because of that, we don't have a whole lot of experience in that quarterback room. Okay, so we're going to have to figure out who the guy is to step up when next fall rolls around. Now, let's talk about Logan Smothers himself. This is an individual who's 6'2", 195 pounds as he's listed. Now... I thought this was cool, and I've mentioned this in previous shows way back when, when he first committed, but he was the very first commitment in Nebraska's 2020 recruiting class. To me, that says a lot, because he committed almost immediately, and he stuck through the entire time. That means something to me. He wants to be here at Nebraska. He was a four-star recruit coming out of high school. i got to talk about high school first, because we've only got really one game to look at, and that's the Iowa game, and some smatterings of appearances here and there throughout this season. Okay, so I'm trying to give you a picture as a whole based on the information that we have. All right, four-star recruit, number four dual threat in the country coming out of high school. He was one of the fastest track athletes in the state of Alabama his senior year, and he averaged 8.3 yards per carry when he was rushing his senior year of high school as well. Mario Verdusco called him sharp as a tack. I quote, sharp as a tack when talking about his mental approach and understanding of the playbook. All right, now me, just talking about what I've seen when I watch his high school highlights, from my perspective, if you watch his high school highlights, he has the ability and the potential 
if he keeps developing, to take over games. Um, okay. Now versus Iowa, he has 16 to 22 passing, completed 73% of his passes. That, that's a pretty good completion percentage. All right, 198 yards passing. They weren't a lot of long passes, so to speak. Okay, but 198 yards passing, one interception, if you remember, at the end of the fourth quarter, 64 yards rushing on 24 carries, averaged 2.7 yards per carry. Iowa's defense, one of the better rush defenses in the country. Okay, he had two rushing touchdowns. He had the longest rush of the day for Nebraska, 24 yards. Now, the rest of the team had 19 carries combined, okay, and and, uh, 65, 65 yards rushing, the rest of the team combined. All right, now, here's what I saw. I saw great poise and control of the offense. You saw him moving guys around who were a little bit confused at times. So he had great poise, great understanding of what he was supposed to do, the guys around him, and great control of the offense. All right, for three quarters, he played really, really well. In the fourth quarter, he had some mistakes. It was his first start ever. He's a freshman, again, playing a good team and a good defense in Iowa. That's what I would attribute that to, and I think that that's fair. Okay, he's clearly... He's clearly a competitor. Now, after he threw that last interception at the end of the fourth quarter, which really sealed the game, you may have seen the clip going around on social media. His head was down. It wasn't just down. It was like straight down. And his teammate came over and lifted his head up. I hope he doesn't get too down. Okay, and I know that was a big situation. It was the end of the season. It's a big rivalry game. So some matters, some some moments, I should say, matter more than others. But I hope he doesn't get too down. Okay, it, when, when adversity hits. So, but I, he's clearly a competitor and not afraid to run with toughness. Okay, all right. Now, 195 pounds. He runs with toughness and physicality, and obviously he's very, very fast. But can he last a whole season if he's going to run as much as he did? He had 24 carries on the day. The rest of the team combined had 19. Can he, at 195 pounds, and he'll probably be heavier by the time next season rolls around, but can he stay healthy for an entire season? in a physical Big Ten schedule. All right, one other thing I noticed, and maybe I missed it. I don't think I ever saw him pitch on the option. And there was a couple of times when I felt like he could have pitched, the running back could have got more yards. Maybe I missed it. But he's got to be able to keep it and pitch. I remember as a defensive guy, our coordinators were always like, if you got to choose between the quarterback and the running back, hit the quarterback. Quarterbacks want to keep the ball, and if you can bang their quarterback up, that helps you. So he's got to be able to pitch it and or keep it based on what the appropriate read is. And he'll get better at that as he gets older as well. You know, and talking about his speed and his ability to run, think a guy, he's one of the fastest quarterbacks to come through here in a long time. Think of Taylor Martinez's speed, Eric Crouch type speed. That's the type of electric electricity that he can produce with his feet. And Iowa was the 12th ranked rush defense in the country coming into that game versus Nebraska. And I mentioned this, he completed a high percentage of his passes. Okay, a lot of short to intermediate type routes. So the question I have is can he, and I've stated this before, can he stretch the defense vertically enough with his passing and his arm strength, just enough to keep them honest to open up the running lanes, okay? Now, he definitely showed he can compete, in my opinion, and potentially win the quarterback job this offseason, especially if he keeps developing. And it does depend on what type of offense that we run with our new offensive coordinator as well. Okay, and like I said, Logan is a run-first type quarterback who can be electric with his feet. All right, sharp as attack. I like what I saw mentally. Just, you know, can't overreact if things don't go your way. All right, you're going to get too much of the credit if you win, too much of the blame if you lose. The quarterback has to be even kill, and frankly, have probably the shortest memory of any player on the entire team. All right, questions for me, 
durability, like I mentioned, for a whole season. Can he do that? Can he stretch a defense vertically with the passing game? And when adversity hits, how does he react? To me, he has shown, depending on the offense we, we run and how much he develops, that he could potentially earn that starting job. There are some other guys in that room as well, Heinrich Harburg. And we don't have a whole lot to go off game-wise. What I've seen in practice, and I mentioned it before, and there's not much else I can say because it's all we've seen is practice. Big arm, good frame, deceptive top-end speed. Okay, If we come in with more of a passing-type offense, maybe that gives him the edge. Other quarterbacks in that room as well, I love it when people surprise me and step up. And maybe somebody else earns that job. Look at freshman, uh, incoming freshman Richard Torres. Maybe even a bigger arm than Heinrich Harburg. Okay, so if it's more of a passing offense, maybe it favors Torres or Harburg or somebody else. If it's more of a run-first type offense, Logan Smithers is a dynamic runner who could complete a high percentage of his passes. Okay, so it depends. And I'm excited to see how this plays out. And also, we will, well, I hope to God we bring in somebody from the transfer portal now that Adrian's gone, maybe one or two quarterbacks. So I will give reaction videos whenever that happens. Let's see what their abilities are, and let's see how this thing unfolds this offseason. It certainly ain't going to be boring around Husker, Husker football this offseason, ladies and gentlemen. Go Big Red Nose, remember. Do me a favor. Hit me up in the comments below. Give this video a like. All right? Hit me up in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts. I do read the comments. All right? I love to see and hear what Husker fans have to say. Till next time, go Big Red. Look out for that Mickey Joseph gut reaction, and always remember, throw the buzz. Thanks again to our sponsor, Nebraska Spine Hospital. Ladies and gentlemen, when it's your spine, you do not want to mess around and experience matters. That's why you can trust the experts at Nebraska Spine Hospital, the region's only spine-specific hospital. They are the best at what they do.